Jesus House in pursuit of God, discovering purpose, maximizing potential, impacting lives. This message is being brought to you from Jesus House London. God bless you. the Lord of Lords, the El Shaddai, the man of war. Why don't you rise up and just begin to bless his holy name? For he is a good God, he's a kind God, he's a lovely God, he's a loving God. Why don't you thank him this morning? Just begin to tell him sweet words. Just begin to say, God, I love you. God, I love you. God, I love you. God, I love you. You're not doing it. You're not doing it. He wants to hear your voices this morning. He wants to hear that you love him. Father, we love you. We love you as a church. We love you as individuals, oh God. We love you, oh God. The sovereign God, the mighty King, the everlasting Father, the rock of ages, the King eternal, the King invisible. We love you, oh God. We love you. We love you, oh God. Lord, we love you. We love you. We love you. Just say to the Lord you love him. Just say it to him in a loving way. How you will tell your husband. How you will tell your wife. Even better than that. How you tell your children. I love you. Why don't you say that unto the Lord this morning. I love you Lord. I love you Lord. I love you Lord. I love you. I love you. Amen and amen. You're welcome to church this morning. It's nice to see all of you in church. And I'm happy to be back. I haven't been in church for about four weeks, um, but I, I am back to the glory of God. Amen. Amen and amen. I thank God for the opportunity to share this morning. And I know that the Lord will speak through me to someone. We welcome the Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray for you to anoint my lips. I pray for you to anoint ears that will listen. I pray for hearts that will perceive what you're saying today. Father, Lord, come forth. Come through. Come and take control. I bind every spirit of distraction in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen and amen. Amen. Before I start to share what God has laid on my heart, I wanted us to pray. I want us to pray this morning because I felt strongly that some of us have been going through some form of spiritual apathy, you know, lack of peace, anxiety, troubled hearts, generally weak, tired, weary, you know, we do the usual stuff, the usual religious stuff. We join the 6 a.m. prayers every Monday to Friday. We join the 9 p.m. prayer on Fridays. Yes, we read a few devotionals and we tick the boxes of done my religious duty. But God is asking for more of that. He wants you to pray. He wants you to pray from your heart. And so I'm going to lead us in a time of prayer just for a few minutes. And I'd like you to please stand. I want you to change your position. If you're sitting, please rise. If you're sitting, you can kneel. If you're lying on your bed with your phone in your hand or your laptop on your lap, 
change your position. It's just to tell the kingdom of heaven that we are ready this morning. I want you to physically change. I don't know, but somebody might decide they want their physical position is to lift up their hand. I just want you to begin to ask God for his grace and his mercy. That's what I just want us to begin to pray. That, Lord, I ask for your grace. I ask for your mercy. You are the merciful God. I ask for now a point of your grace upon me. I ask, oh God, because your word has said that, Lord God Almighty, your word says in Romans 9, 15 to 16, that you choose to be merciful unto whomever you want to be merciful to. And you choose to be gracious unto whomever you want to be gracious to. For it is not to him that wills or to him that runs, but of you that showeth mercy. Lord, this morning show me mercy. Why don't you cry out to God? Just say, Lord, show me mercy. Show me mercy. Let your grace pour upon me like never before. Oh, God of heaven, maybe I'm the only one, but Lord, I need your grace. Lord, I need your mercy this morning. Masato broko tena boshka, elikata liboka tila boska riboshende, rebo satane broko tondorobo sanda. Lord, I thank you for your grace, your mercies that are new every morning. I thank you for your mercies, oh God, because your mercies endure it forever. Mosato braham dorobo, oh God, ibashanda, oh rabasika nebroto. Lord, we cry out to you for grace. We cry out to you for mercy. Masete braham dorobo shende. Oh God of heaven, we thank you. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. In the name of Jesus, we have prayed. Amen and amen. We haven't finished praying. I'm trusting God that something will shift today. I'm trusting God that there will be a realignment. I'm trusting God that there will be a redefining. I'm trusting God that there will be a repositioning. I'm trusting God that there will be a movement in our lives. I'm trusting God for a breakthrough. I'm trusting God that chains will fall today. I'm trusting God that there will be freedom for somebody today. Why don't you help me before we start to pray for anything? I want you to, I want you to begin to thank God. You know you're at a particular position. I want you to begin to thank God and say, Lord, thank you for where I am on the way to where you're taking me. Thank you for my life. Thank you for health. Thank you for wealth. Thank you for your goodness towards me. Thank you for all the things that you have done in my life. Thank you for the things that you're doing. Oh God of heaven, I thank you. Why don't you thank you? Because you have breath in your lungs. Oh God, I thank you for breath in my lungs. I thank you, oh God. I thank you. I want you not to look around today. I want you to engage. I want you to concentrate. Just look up to heaven from where your help comes from and just begin to say, Lord, I thank you. I'm grateful. I bless you with all my heart. My lips praise you. I will praise you continually from in my lips. I offer you praises from my heart. I offer you thanksgiving. I bring a sacrifice of thanksgiving before you. Lord, I thank you. I am not moved by what I see. I thank you. I am not moved by what I hear, I thank you. You said anyone that is alive in the world has some hope for good things in the future. 
it is better to, draw, to be a dog that is alive than to be a lion that is dead. I thank you that I'm alive. I thank you, Lord. I thank you for my salvation. I thank you for my healing. I thank you for my deliverance. I thank you for peace that passes all understanding. I thank you for joy insurmountable. I thank you for your goodness in my life. I thank you for my children. I thank you for my spouse. I thank you, oh God, for mercy. I thank you for your grace that is upon me. Oh, Thank you, Father Lord. In the name of Jesus, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. One more prayer point. The Bible says in Luke 18, verse 1. I'm going to read the New American Standard Version. Luke 18:1. Now he was telling them a parable to show that at all times they ought to pray and not become discouraged. Some version says not to faint. We want to pray this morning against the spirit of fainting and discouragement. We want to ask God to empower God us this morning. Empower me. That's the prayer. Lord, empower me so that I am not discouraged. Empower me so I do not faint. Why don't you begin to lift up your voices unto the Lord? That Lord, empower me this morning. Empower me so that I do not faint. Empower me through this season. Empower me so that I am not discouraged. Through what I am going through, empower me. You said the effectual present prayer of a righteous man availed much. Pour your spirit of intercession upon me. Teach me to pray. Help me to pray. Let me receive the grace of the spirit of grace and supplication this morning. Oh God of heaven. I cry out to you, oh God. Father, help me. Without you, I can do nothing. Vain is the help of man. Lord, activate my prayer life. Activate my prayer life. Restore my prayer life. Can be utter Holy Spirit, I need you. I can't do it without you. Masikade. Thank you, Father Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Why don't you ask Holy Spirit to come afresh upon you and just ask Him to quicken you, to strengthen you, to empower you, to make you stronger where it matters in the name of Jesus. Masando, Holy Spirit, come, restore us. Empower us, repair us. Rabashiko menderebo sente, mekenderebo mama yeketerebo sonu. Holy Spirit, come upon me. Holy Spirit, come upon me. I need you. Masika rabasanda. Without you, I can do nothing. I can do nothing. Thank you, Father Lord. In the name of Jesus, we have prayed, and all the saints of God say. Amen. Amen. Let's give the Lord a round of applause. Amen and amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Alpha Omega. Thank you, Lord. We bless you. We bless you, Lord. Amen. 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 <clears throat> amen. <clears throat> Thank you, Lord. We have been on this journey of our hearts, our spiritual hearts. 
for a few months now, as I look through all the different um, um, Sunday sermons, I thought, whoa, we have been on a few. The silent killer, a, heart, a fearful heart, a heart of, a, 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 of, will not fear when heat comes, but its leaves will be green and will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor will cease from yielding fruit. We are blessed because we trust God. We hope in God alone. We do not fear. We are not anxious when heat or drought comes. <laughs> we are assured of green leaves because that scripture says our leaves will remain green. It is not a seasonal tree. You know, a seasonal tree remains green. That means that no matter what is going on, you know, I thought God said to me that this is his mercy and his grace that keeps leaves green irrespective of the season. And that is because we are like trees that are planted by the river of water. What is the effect of that river? It continuously irrigates the tree, meaning that that tree never goes dry in spite of dryness around it. I hope you got that. And I just say thank you, Lord, for that. Thank you, Lord, for that. So trusting in the Lord here implies that we acknowledge that there is vanity and emptiness in all other objects of trust. Because in other objects of trust, there can be no salvation, there can be no deliverance, there can be no protection, there can be no provision, and the list goes on and on. And the Bible actually says to us in Psalm 60 verse 11, I'm reading the King James Version, Give us help from trouble, for vain is the help of man. The new, the new King James Version says, give us help from trouble, for the help of man is useless. <laughs> the help of man, if you are looking to man in this season, you have missed it. The Bible says the help of man is what? Useless. No, I didn't hear you. Useless. The help of man is useless. The Bible tells us in Psalm 9 verse 10, and those who know your name will put their trust in you. For you, Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. I want to assure you today that for as long as you seek the Lord, he says he will not forsake you. I think the Lord deserves a round of applause for that. He says he will not forsake you. He will not. He will not. So we can therefore confidently say that trusting in God is a critical, critical ingredient in our lives in our work with God himself, in our relationships, in our marriages, you know, in our, um, with our children at work, with our jobs, with our careers, with our businesses. In fact, all of our lives, we can't live life without trusting God. Believing that child will come back is really trusting God. Uh, believing that in this season where mortgages have skyrocketed, I don't want to tell you how much my mortgage has gone up by, but I'm telling you, without, you know, Lola was praying. I was like, yeah, 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 I know what you're talking about. You know, no corresponding increase in pay, but your mortgage has gone up. It is to trust God that you will not, you will not be homeless. It is to trust God that as the landlord increases that rent by 600 pounds a month, you will not be homeless. 
That is trusting God. Trusting God. Trusting God. Trusting that God will come through for us in these challenging times. That we will not die, no matter what the doctor's reports say. But we will live to declare the glory of Lord. That that healing will happen. That healing will happen. That I will survive, somebody will say. You know, as I was preparing, I don't want to sing, but they will, you know, I will survive. You know that song. I'm taking you back to some old days. I'm sure some of you are laughing. You know what I'm talking about. But I will survive, declaring I will survive. You know, there was a scripture that God gave me at the height of the pandemic. Psalm 56, verse 6. And I read, Whenever I am afraid, I will trust in you. Very simple. But I kept repeating that. As I drove down the motorways to work, during that height of the pandemic, where there was hardly anybody on the roads, I said, Lord, whenever I am afraid, I will trust in you. Maybe somebody needs to hold on to that word for this season of their lives. Many people trusted God in the Bible. Abraham, David, the Lord Jesus himself, and even Elijah. Abraham believed in the Lord and God counted it to him as righteousness. Some people had challenges with trusting God. And you know who? Sarah. She laughed. But God is God. He came back and told her that you laughed. But this time next year. And the God we serve is saying to, for me to tell somebody that this time next year, that expectation of yours will not be cut off. In the mighty name of Jesus. So you can laugh as much as you want. I remember saying to a young lady that, you never know, in six months you'll probably be married. She laughed. And I said, mm, Sarah laughed. Be careful. So if you are laughing, mm -hmm, just, you just need to trust God. But I, the scripture that I want to take out of that story, and it's in Genesis 18, 14. And it says, is anything too hard for the Lord? At the appointed time, I will return to you according to the time of life. And Sarah shall have a son. I want to hone in on, is there anything too hard for the Lord? I'm asking you this morning. I'm asking you today. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? I can't hear you. Is there anything too hard from the Lord? Oh, thank you. We see a question that there that relates to us trusting God. We have to trust God. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? I want to take you through in a few minutes. Elijah, as the man who trusted God, he was told to go and tell Ahab in 1 Kings 17, 1, that there will be no more rain, no more dew. Then the Lord took him again and said, go to this brook and stay there. I'll bring the ravens, the ravens to feed you. Then the Lord took him again to Zarephath and said, there, when you get there, I have set a widow there to feed you. I'm sure the man was confused, like, okay, you have told me to go and make this declaration. This man wants me living or dead. He just needs this Ahab guy. He just needs me. He wants my life. He wants my head on a plate, if possible. But God had a plan. And all it needed for, was for him to trust in God. The Bible tells us in this, this part of it I wanted to bring up. In 1 Kings 17 verse 9. 
He said to him, Arise, get thee to Zarephath, which belongeth to Zidon, and dwell there. Dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain you. Wherever you are right now, God has commanded somebody, some situation, a circumstance to sustain you. So just stay there until he says it's time to move. In both places where God took Elijah to, God sustained him. God kept him. God fed him. God protected him. And I'm saying to you this morning that God is protecting you. God is guiding you. God is feeding you. He is feeding you because you came to church this morning. I know some of us haven't eaten yet, but you know that there is lunch guaranteed. And I know that it is God that has provided that lunch. In fact, I'm sure that um, Elijah was singing, Jehovah Jireh, eh? My provider, your grace is sufficient for me. I bet he was thinking that. That's what, what is going on. But let me go on with this story. Perhaps this is where some of us has, have found ourselves. After three years, the Lord commanded Elijah, go back to that same guy you went to make the declaration. The guy that wanted him. He must have been very confused. The same way some of us are really confused right now with what is going on in our lives. It must have been hard for Elijah to trust God, waiting three years and totally depending on God for everything. The same, our the same way our challenges, family situations, ministry, businesses, increasing mortgages, make it hard to really trust God. It makes it hard, doesn't it? It makes it really hard. You're probably saying to yourself, can I really trust God, Pastor Nerele? Can I trust him to heal me despite this doctor's report? Can I really trust him for my marriage to be saved? Can I really trust him from deliverance from this addiction? Can I really trust him? You don't understand, Pastor Doily. Oh, but I keep failing. I keep failing. I'm trying, but I keep failing. Can I really go through this storm? God help me. Can I really get out of this trouble? I'm here to tell you that yes, you can. Yes, you can. Elijah was in trouble. He was a wanted man, wanted dead or alive, but God saved him. God is going to save you too in the mighty name of Jesus. God is going to save you too in the mighty name of Jesus. There will be no confusion in your life. There will be no fear, no anxiety that will trust you from stop, trusting God in the mighty name of Jesus. How do I know this? Like Elijah, you are the carrier of what is needed for the drought to end. Like Elijah, you have the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, we sang in that song during praise and worship about the authority that we have in God. You have courage. You have faith. You believe in God. And most of all, you have to trust God. I declare that nothing will intimidate you in this season. Nothing will suppress you in this season. Nothing will oppress you in this season. I declare that you have the might of God. You have the audacity of God. I am not backing down. I adherently, I am not backing down. And I pray over you today, whether you're worshiping, worshiping online or whether you're here in the auditorium, that the power of audacity will fall upon you. You will not back down. You will not give up. You will not give up in the name of Jesus. You know, as I woke up this morning, thank you, Lord. I felt that some people are at that place where they have given up. You know, somebody is saying to themselves, it's better to die. <laughs> I'm telling you that it's better to live. Oh, you don't understand. It is better to live. 
Because there is hope. There is a future that God has prepared for you. So if you are that person, either online or here, I have come to tell you that it is better to live. It's better to live. You know, as I prepared and I thought about this, I remember many, many, many years ago, I was going through a lot of trouble. And I sat here, and I think it was actually the old auditorium. And that we had a guest speaker. And he said, um, there's somebody here, there's somebody here, there's somebody here. You're saying to yourself, it's better to die. Do you know, I don't know how I jumped from my seat to the front. I just went and I held his, the man of God's hand like this. That is me and I don't really want to die. <laughs> but I'm saying to somebody today that life is sweet. Oh, life is sweet. But you have to trust God. You have to trust God. And as I start to round up, as I start to round up, Elijah prayed a prayer. He called down fire. There was an audacity in him that caused the fire to burn up the offering. And you can read the story in 1 Kings 18, 36 to 39 in the New Living Translation. His power was simple, but he was filled with faith of a God who can do anything. A God who sustains, a God who heals, a God who supports, a God who delivers, who defends, who strengthens, a God of favor, who does marvelous things without number, who gives wisdom and discernment, who shields, who saves, in spite of and no matter what is going on. A God who is merciful, a God who is gracious, who is good, who is kind, who is our helper, and who expects us to trust him. I pray that we really activate the trust of God in our lives so that we can do exploits like Elijah did. Thank you, Father Lord. We bless you. We honor you. As I round up, I just want to pray for a group of people. I just want to pray for you that every mountain will move in the name of Jesus. I, that is the prayer, that every mountain, everything that has withstood you as a mountain will move in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Lord, I ask, oh God, that you move mountains in the lives of your children, oh God, for as many as connect right now. I pray for miracles that will astound them. I pray, oh God, Father, Lord, Elijah had to wait three years. Lord, for some, it will be three seconds, three hours, three minutes. Oh God, three, three months. Heavenly Father, I pray that mountains begin to move. Mountains begin to move in the name of Jesus. Masatere I pray for divine miracles, divine miracles of healings, of deliverances in the mighty name of Jesus. Masando, who are you, O mountain, before your children, the children of God? You become plain in the name of Jesus. Masato Boshende. You said you can speak to the mountains to move, they shall be thrown into the sea. Oh God, Father, with the authority that you have vested on us, Father, we pray that every mountain will begin to move in the name of of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Ah, thank you, Lord. There was a, a showdown with Elijah and the prophet of Baal. There was a showdown. And the greatest showdown, better than that showdown, was the showdown at the cross of Calvary. Oh, where Jesus went to the cross to save us. He went to the cross to deliver us. He went to the cross so that we can stand today as his 
sons and his daughters. And I just want to pray for anyone under the sound of my voice, whether you're worshiping online or you're here in the auditorium, and you've never given your life to Christ. I ask for a spirit of settlement to rest upon you right now in the name of Jesus. I pray for you. I pray for you that you will make a commitment to God today. That you would tell God that you are sorry for all of your past sins. And that you want a new life in him. A life that can trust him. A life that can hope in him. Father, I bless you for this, your children. I give you praise. I give you glory, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, we have prayed. Amen and amen. 